Hello and welcome to the Community Church Podcast, where we want to equip and empower people for life together with Jesus. On this podcast, we'll be talking with lots of different people from all walks of life to help us in our discipleship to Him. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, Salesh, for spending a bit of time with us. Um, we we've been really excited. Yeah, because um, we uh, with you being so far down south and with us being so far up north, we don't get to see much of you at all. And uh, it's a really great opportunity for us to get to know you a bit more and to get to know a bit more of uh, of our church family. So could you just kind of kick us off by telling us a bit about um, about yourself, about Pretty, about the church in Hounslow, how it kind of all started and what we'd expect to see if we if we came and visited you? Yes, certainly. First of all, uh, greetings to you, the community church in uh, Southport. Uh, Love and blessings in the name of Lord from New Creation Church in Hounslow. It's uh, it's our privilege and it's my privilege to be with you uh, today. And uh, yes, uh, I like to share how uh, Lord is uh, doing all these uh, in this busy part of London. So... Uh, my name is Sailish and uh, uh, I live, I've been living in Hounslow for the last 30 years and uh, I'm married to Priti and I'm sure you have seen her uh, during Bible weeks as well as uh, at the Bible college. So Priti, she works uh, for a doctor's surgery in uh, Kensington and uh, we have uh, two sons. Alex, he finished his uh, uni last year, and we have a younger son, Anish, and he's at uni. He's going to be finishing his uni this summer. So sure. we have two sons, and uh, uh, I was uh, born and brought up in a Methodist Christian family. In fact, my mom's father was a Methodist church pastor, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I understand my great-great-grandfather had accepted Christianity back in India. And we come from a a town called Nadiad in Gujarat. Nadiad, you must have heard of that name because uh, Brother Chandrakant, he's based in that town. So, yeah. So Nadiad is where uh, I was born and I was brought up. And I came to this country at the age of 18 and uh, I studied in this country and I got married to Priti. So we got married at a young age and uh, right from young age, uh, Lord had uh, blessed us mightily. We never lacked anything in our home. Mm. And uh, looking at uh, the money, I was uh, literally blindfolded by money and I didn't see need of a Lord in my life. And since I lived in the uh, 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 holy atmosphere, uh, meaning that when I was uh, raised up in my parents' home, uh, the family atmosphere was very holy. We were not supposed to listen to music. We didn't have TV and many restrictions in our home. So I thought, yes, I have lived uh, 
holy life, so I will automatically go into the heaven. And uh, <laughs> now I came to UK and I was uh, blindfolded by the glamour and the wealth of this country. And so I was literally off track from my spiritual walk. And uh, there had been months or I can possibly say there had been years that I never picked up a Bible and read. I would uh, regularly pray, uh, recited prayer every morning and just before going to bed at night. And that was my Christianity. Uh, I went to a red colored building with a big cross on the top on a Sunday morning. And uh, I thought, yeah, I've done my Christian bit and that's it. So I was driven, I was driven by the waves of this world and uh, never looked up to say, thank you, Lord. And uh, so I was raising up young family and that came to a stage that uh, in 2006, my father who was in uh, India, Nadiad town, uh, he went to be with Lord and uh, his uh, death was uh, all of a sudden. He never took even a paracetamol in his life. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden him to die on the spot through a stroke, uh, uh, that was uh, mysterious. So I flew to India in, uh, on the 3rd of August, 2006, to bury my father. And from the 3rd of August until my return flight on the 20th of August, I stayed with my mom uh, in India. And during this time, the relatives were coming to see my mom and some Christian uh, friends were also coming to see uh, my mom and the family. And one of, one of those uh, Christian friends was uh, Brother Chandrakant. And he was a very good friend of my father. And uh, my father, when he was alive, he often said that Sailesh meet this man of God, Chandrakant. But I never wanted to meet him. And, uh, but after my father uh, was no more, I thought, okay, let me meet his friend. So I met Chandrakant and other Christian brothers who had come to see my family during the time of bereavement. And uh, I remember uh, talking to Chandrakant very first time and I was uh, really arrogant in uh, the way I was talking to him. And then uh, he very softly and calmly uh, spoke to me and I had many questions about life, you know that where does life come from and when we die, what happens? So I had, I was full of questions. I wanted to know a lot about why we are here on earth and what was, what is, what is it inside us, the body inside our human body that makes us alive? So I had many questions. So some of the questions I asked uh, Chandrakant there and then along with other brothers that were there I asked them many questions and they very kindly uh, gave me answers to all my questions from the Bible. And uh, I said, there is some truth in the word of God. So 
the the brothers they say that Sailesh, if you still have any more questions come and see us because their campus or the uh, the church building in Nadiad is literally stone throw distance away from our family home in India. Wow. So, yeah, so we went to, sorry? No, no, it's, yeah, carry on. It's, it's, it's amazing how God places things in our life like that. Correct. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and we don't know at the time, do we? But you can, sometimes we get a little glimpse as as we look back and we're able to see some of the God connections. Correct. So, so that's one. Oh, yeah. No need no need for you to uh, to sign up for an alpha course to have those questions answered <laughs> when you've got Chandikant on your doorstep. So. Correct. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so it, it was like I was having a one-to-one -one alpha course, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so uh, my visit to India in 2006 was a... Uh, only for 18 days. And uh, just before I flew back to UK, two days before I was due to fly back, I said, Lord, I want to give my life to you. Wow. You know, and uh, prior to that, I had been baptized mm -hmm. as a baby. I still have a Methodist baptism certificate. I was baptized when I was one year and seven months old. And then, uh, in 2006, I said, no, Lord, I have now bec I've become a believer of you. I need to give my life to you. So on the 16th of August, 2006, I gave my life to the Lord. I received him in my life as my Lord and Savior. And that day, Lord baptized me in his Holy Spirit. Wow. Prior to my baptism, I was staying away from Holy Spirit. I was against speaking in tongues. I would walk away if I heard anyone speaking in tongues. But the time Lord baptized me in the Holy Spirit, a remarkable uh, experience with the Lord. And uh, I would like to share my testimony one day in future because it's a lengthy testimony and the and what Lord showed me that day when I just came out of the water, it's, uh, uh, it's God's grace that in his grace, he showed me and uh, he gave me the ability and he blessed me with his uh, Holy Spirit that I begin to speak in tongues. Oh. And I really encourage every believer to spend with the Lord, uh, spend, talk, uh, spend time talking to Lord in the tongues. Yeah. I really, really encourage you that continue to speak in tongues, continue to speak in tongues. And uh, I personally, who was against speaking in tongues, now I'm encouraging everyone to keep on talking to the Lord in the tongues. So uh, this uh, new revelation, the heaven opened up during my, uh, just after I, uh, I came out of waters of baptism. And uh, this new world, the new heaven, it just changed my perspective, how I looked at the world. Everything changed, you know. And two days after my baptism, I flew back to UK. And now the, the, the journey started, you know, that I came back to UK as a new man. And we had been going to denomination church back in 2006. Now the new man was so hungry for the uh, for the Lord and I was not being fed 
from those uh, denomination chairs. Nothing against them, but they do their bit. But I wanted more spiritual food. I was hungry. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2007, I was introduced to Carrie Jones. And uh, in March 2007, me and Priti, we met Carrie Jones the very first time. And uh, Carrie Jones says, Sailish, we have a Bible college in All Nations Church. And uh, if you would like to go and meet Roger Aubrey, because he was the principal of the School of the Word, as it was called then. So in 2007, I went to the Bible College in Cardiff and the Lord in his grace equipped me with the knowledge of the scripture and the anointed man of God imparted spiritual life, imparted spiritual truth in me. And uh, just as it purely is the grace of God that uh, I was able to come back to my hometown after the Bible college was over. And uh, from uh, 2008, a day after I was graduated in Bible college, a day after the Bible college ended, uh, we started meeting in our home. I started sharing what I learned from the Bible college and uh, friends and family came. We sat in our home and uh, I would just share the revelation that I was taught. And uh, the, so the more and more people came and sat. So we noticed that the number was growing uh, bigger and bigger. So from uh, home, uh, meeting in home, we hired uh, a, a hall in a town called Wembley because Wembley was a central location for everyone because people were traveling from different areas. So we started meeting in Wembley. We met in Wembley for uh, five to six years. Felish, uh, can I just can I just say it sounds so cool from up here because obviously for us we straight away have pictures of when you say we were meeting in Wembley. It sounds like you're in the. I know that it's the area of Wembley, but it sounds like man, New Life Church, boom, meeting <laughs> in Wembley, and I've got pictures in my head now of the stadium with either the twin towers or the or the new uh, the new boat. Oh, so, yeah. so, so how far is Wembley from where you're living? So Wembley is uh, approximately 25 minutes drive from Hounslow. Okay. And uh, so we continued to meet in Wembley and we realized uh, a struggle. A struggle was that uh, me and my family, we were driving to Wembley uh, every weekend as well as during the weekdays for uh, the Bible study. So we would go to Wembley just to open up the building meet and then come back home. So we realized that there was a struggle that uh, we, our daily interactions with the people was the locals in Hounslow. And we couldn't ask the local public of Hounslow to come to Wembley, yeah. almost half an hour away from uh, their uh, residence. So we spoke to Kerry Jones and Kerry Jones in his wisdom, he guided us that uh, Salish, uh, it would be, it's better if a pastor is based where the church meets and uh, otherwise there's going to be this uh, 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 difficulties in uh, keep on traveling from one place to another place 
and uh, people that you come in contact with daily are not able to come to the church gathering. So me and my family, we talked about it and our uh, sons were a lot younger that time. They were at school and if they were to take out of if they were to come out of the school and go to another school, then there would be a lot of disturbances in their personal life as well. So we spoke to church and church said that, yes, we will travel from, uh, from uh, Wembley even to Hounslow. So in Hounslow, we uh, hired a school hall and in school hall we met then from school hall, we moved on to a hall that was on top of a pub. So we met there. And so we have been moved around from one place to another because all those places where we hired, we noticed that after a year, their rent or their rates would go up really significantly, you know? And we didn't want to just agree to whatever they were asking. And by God's grace, we can accommodate 35 to 40 people in our home. So, which is just enough. So we started, well, we came back to Hounslow now. So for the last three years, we are back into Hounslow. Church meets in Hounslow. Twice a month, we, you, we use a local youth group center and we have a church gathering there. And the rest of the month, we meet in our home. So church, it's a very multicultural, it's a very diverse ethnic community of uh, people of God. And uh, I would, uh, on an average meeting, uh, weekend meeting, we would have 35 to 40 people in the church. I can say that we have 31 adults who are committed, They've com their commitment to the Lord and in the life of church as well. And we have uh, seven to eight uh, youth or younger people. So I can say that we have approximately 40 people who are 99% are born again and uh, believers of Christ and uh, given their life to the Lord. And mm -hmm. out of all these 40, I would say 30% of the church is uh, it, it comes from a different faith. They wow. believed and they practiced different faith. And as a result of church sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, people came to accept Christianity. So those 30% of a church is, uh, uh, it, it comes from a different, came from a different background. And uh, what we have noticed that Lord's grace, Lord's love that has poured out on these uh, believers, especially the new converts, is amazing, you know. And as it says in the word of God, that those who were last will be first. And uh, God has touched the lives of these new believers significantly that every week they have testimonies and testimonies that those, I mean, I was born and brought up in Christian family. And uh, I, when I hear their testimonies, it, it, it throws me out of bed early in the morning, you know, that how can <laughs> I stay in the bed while I have the testimonies, so big testimonies, you know. So uh, it is God's grace that uh, the power of testimonies and the testimony that God is 
working and making through the life of church is radical. It's, yeah. it's just radical. Let yeah. me just share with you one testimony. I'll shorten yeah. it down. It, it's it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, good. So this lady, she lives in Wembley, literally two minutes walking distance from the stadium. And uh, she works in council offices, cleaning uh, council offices at night and early in the morning. So one particular day, just over a year ago, she opened a big gallon of bleach, uh, the cleaning bleach. And as soon as she opened the top of the gallon, the a nozzle, it popped out and the bleach squirted on her face. Now bleach is such a strong liquid. It will make holes in your shirt or even clothes. Now, not a tiny, not a drop of bleach, but a good amount of bleach just went all over her face. Now our normal reaction would be run to the bathroom and wash it off. But this Christian sister went on her knees. She prayed, she prayed and she prayed and then she got up and went, her, and, went and washed her face. So this is just one of the testimony and there are several more that uh, it's it just uh, amazing God, God, uh, grace of God. Wonderful. That's wonderful. So, uh, yes, yeah, so the church in Hounslow is uh, surrounded by these testimonies. Yeah, and I think that's our biggest strength. And it's not only for church in Hounslow, but for all the believers across the face of the globe, you know, that uh, we overcome every accusations, mm -hmm. every obstacles in our life through the blood of the Lamb and through our testimonies. Yeah, and uh, uh, last year, during the time of lockdown, I, I believe because the church in Hounslow doesn't have a specific building that we are all attached to that building. And therefore, we were able to walk through 2020 peacefully, strengthening one another, encouraging another, and testimonies got even uh, more and more testimonies grew because what we've noticed that those who are new converts, those new converts could be just one, a single person out of a big household. Yeah. So this single person lived out of 2020 peacefully yeah. while the rest of the family members who are not Christians yet, they were shaken, they were worried. But this... Uh, a, a testimony of one believer in the entire household opened their eyes that what is this, you know? Mm. So uh, uh, we've noticed that uh, the church was able to share their testimonies, not only with the wider uh, biological family, but also they began to share the testimony at work colleagues. Um, yeah. We have uh, many women who work in hospitals and uh, they once said that in COVID wall, the doctors said that, can you pray today? Wow. You know, so it's a uh, St. Peter's Hospital in uh, Surrey. We have uh, two Christian sisters who work in there 
in that hospital in COVID ward. And literally the staff and the doctor would call this Christian sister and say that the situation is getting worse. Can you pray? Wow. Wonderful. You know, yes. so it, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, Listen, 20 uh, Salish, can I just say one of the things about all of last year, of course, was that you guys, you and Pretty, you were ahead of the curve because you were doing, you were actually, we've all been forced to use technology to go online and to be filmed, but you're, you're past masters at it now because <laughs> tell us a little bit because you, you've been using, um, the media, haven't you? Correct, uh, yes. You're, you're still doing... Uh, Correct, yes. It's a God channel. Can you just tell us a little bit about how you use that? Because you, you were ahead of all the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. So uh, what we've noticed that as the uh, word of God uh, continued to spread through testimonies, we realized the hunger out in the world. We, we came to, well, we've, we know that the world has questions and problems. And we also know that the answer to that question is kingdom of God and the word of God. So we started uh, sharing testimonies and we, God blessed us with an opportunity to share the word of God through a television media. So uh, we have been sharing the gospel of God's kingdom on TV now coming up to almost five years. We took a short break for three years, but prior to three, three years, we preached the word of God through TV for four years. And again, the season has started again, that from the beginning of, uh, no, from the end of 2020, we have gone back on TV. It's a Sky Channel, and uh, the channel is uh, broadcasted across Europe. And this is live, uh, program uh, where me and Priti and uh, often my aunt and my nephew come and join and we just share the good news of God, the good news of God's kingdom through very similar format, you know, it's in a studio, but very informal and we like to preach the gospel very simply. Tony Ling often used to say that uh, we make Bible very complicated, <laughs> but Bible, if we read it with our full heart, everything is so straightforward, Lord talking to his people. So in a similar manner, we like to talk to people and uh, this TV uh, channel has a audience of over half a million people. Wow. This is going across Europe. So uh, we, uh, through this TV media, we share the gospel of God's kingdom in uh, three different languages and uh, all live program. And it's a tremendous opportunity God has blessed us with that uh, those who haven't heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, we are able to take the word of God into their homes. And uh, this is an Asian channel and uh, not only restricted to Asian channel because our heart is to reach out all the world. Yeah, and uh, uh, so over the years, we have been able to send Bibles in the post to many places. We have been able to share the gospel to many people that they never heard the name of Jesus Christ. Fantastic. So it's a, uh, 
and uh, what we have noticed that the name of Jesus Christ has the power. Yes. We have noticed through our literal eyes when the name of Jesus Christ is said, things happen in the spiritual realm. And that, that this is again the grace of God that he's, he has confirmed his presence with us in a miraculous and mighty way, you know, that we see the power right in front of our eyes. And uh, this is it, you know, that no one can deny our faith. Yeah. Because uh, Hounslow, uh, if you uh, check it on internet, Hounslow has over 120 languages spoken. So it's a very multicultural, ethnic, city. So Hounslow alone has over 120 languages. In uh, London, London is 12 miles away from us, has over 300 languages spoken. At our doorstep, when we go out on the high street, we come across so many varieties, varieties of people, different culture, different language, and on top of that, different gods. Mm -hmm. Gods with small g. And everyone saying, our God is real. Mm -hmm. But we walk by saying that, yes, let our life testify who we believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when we walk out, we walk with that uh, uh, knowing that Lord is in us, Lord is with us, and let his uh, light shine through us. And uh, yes, so we have noticed uh, uh, people uh, asking us to pray for them as we stand out on the high street with uh, gospel tracks. We continue to share gospel tracks, uh, giving out leaflets on Hounslow High Street and local towns. And the church community also participates in giving out the leaflet, the literature of the Bible. And so we continue to share the love of God to the local community. And uh, any challenges, because we live in a very multicultural city, we do have challenge that uh, we don't immediately see transformation of people's life in terms of taking baptism and add it into the church life immediately. There is a, a program, a discipleship program, where we have to make many follow-up meetings, you know, from a time giving them a Bible, then from the time of what is Bible, what is Genesis or what is Matthew. So, sharing with the people our faith and starting from the very first page, you know, starting with them the, from the very basics of Christianity. So it's uh, often it seems it's a very lengthy task, but God gives us the patience and God gives us the ability to sit with people, listen to that cry and uh, help them with the word of God. So uh, it's a workload. The cry is so much. 
the 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 harvest is plenty mm. and uh, i pray and often we me and priti we pray we pray that lord uh put someone beside us who can share the workload you know and so that's our prayer that lord will raise up or provide someone who can assist me with the workload because uh, language we share the gospel in different languages we share the gospel with people who have never touched bible and for them to go through the christian journey uh, it does require a lot of time mm -hmm. uh, with people yeah. and uh, not rushing into anything and yeah. even all these baptisms that have taken place we never forced anyone for the baptism the people took baptism at their own belief and conviction in the lord and those baptism came out with strong testimonies yeah. and this is how i think this uh, knowledge of god is uh, continues to spread across the community so yeah. one of the challenges yeah that could be one of the challenges it's one of the um, things that i think um uh, we kind of from a typical a western worldview background we we tend to forget that other people think differently to the west <laughs> and um, when you when you live in in such a multicultural society as you do down in london um you you encounter people that just have a totally different outlook on on the world and when you think of the major faiths of of hinduism and buddhism in particular and and this cyclical view of the world with reincarnation and karma and all that kind of stuff it, it, it's it's totally different in terms Correct. of how how you bring the gospel to those kinds of people and how you how you deal with that cultural mindset as well yeah um and uh and the way that family works and all that kind of thing yeah. the, the fact that you've got um people in in massive households and just one of them is giving their life to jesus that's a Correct. huge thing because yeah. they can face persecution within just oh, that yes, family household yeah. And uh, I think we, we so often fail to appreciate yeah. um, just how how different people are <laughs> all over yeah. the world. And so, um, uh, Salish, you, you're doing a marvellous job. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah. a grace of God, because uh, those who have accepted Christianity from a big household and the rest of, of, the, rest of the household is still uh, believing Islam or Hinduism, those rest of the household are uh, persecuting this one believer yeah. if it's a wife who has become christian her husband will really really give hard time to his wife yeah. it, we've seen domestic violence verbal wow. abuse and uh, uh, being neglected in social gathering but this one believer has such a strong testimony yeah. that he or she will not compromise with wow. anything you know and we've also seen that the rest of the household will try to uh, use black magic in order to change wow. this person wow. and the black magician have said that that tricks have worked on so and so people until now but now they cannot do their tricks on this believer. 
Well, so that's well. greater is he who is in oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a it's a totally different world to to Correct. what many people have experienced, and so yeah. yeah, it's it's always good to hear those stories because this is the reality of life. For, that, that's it. For, for most of the world, you know, um, we're we're so anthropocentric on on how we live and all that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, we really appreciate you sharing that kind of stuff. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. And, what? And, um, please, oh, go on. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, what kind of what encouragement would you bring to to the folks here in the community church? What would you say in these times, in these days? What? How would you encourage them? Yes, yeah, certainly. So uh, let 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 me read the word of God to you. Yes. Uh, it's. Uh, I'd been uh, praying. Uh, especially for the Southport uh, Community Church, that Lord, uh, may my talking to the church community, I uh, let me impart something in their life. Let Great. me encourage them, because uh, this is the life of believers, that uh, every word that we speak has a, uh, an impact in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And therefore, I didn't want to just... Uh, leave uh, or say goodbye to you without uh, encouraging you Good. so i was praying i was praying for the southport community church and uh, it's uh, uh, one uh, it's uh, daniel chapter 7 and verse 13 onwards i like to read with you if i may uh, this is from niv uh, in my vision at night i looked and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds clouds of heaven he approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence he was given authority glory and sovereign power all people nations and men of every language worshiped him his dominion is an everlasting dominion that will never pass away and his kingdom is the one that will never be destroyed mm. so the, the the friends we belong to god's kingdom and that god's kingdom is never going to be dis destroyed Amen. we have seen especially these days that every small k kingdoms have been shaken but we belong to capital k with the heavenly kingdom we belong yeah. to the king who is seated on the throne yeah. and the same king is in us living through his holy spirit so it's a, what a joy to carry the presence of king of kings and the lord of lords what joy it is to walk in the towns of southport and around places with living god inside us while there is fear outside, our hearts are at peace. Mm. And Lord himself, he says, I believe it's in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, that every day begins with question mark. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? Or in these days, what mask am I going to put on today? <laughs> So every day, every morning begins with question mark. But we know that, yes, answer to all the question mark is Lord's kingdom. Mm. 
Yeah. And how wonderful it is that God in his grace was pleased to bring his kingdom in us. Yes. And through our lives, his kingdom is growing. Yes. So friends, continue to sp uh, spread the sweet smelling aroma of the Lord amongst the community, amongst the town, wherever you come from. Really? And uh, I was praying for you this morning and uh, Lord showed me this picture. Mm -hmm. And the picture is uh, very similar to, uh, I think it's called megaphone. Uh, very similar to a similar megaphone, uh, very similar to the one uh, Dave uses at Bible Weeks to make announcements. <laughs> so uh, your voice, the community church, your voice, it may be soft, audible voice, but in the spiritual realm, it has very loud impact. So uh, I also, Lord also showed me the, I don't know if church meets uh, for the time of prayer regularly or not, but what I saw that uh, small groups of believers were sitting around the table and praying. And the verse came to my mind was that where two or three gather Lord says that my presence is amidst them. So as you were praying very softly, may not be loud voice, but as you were praying, there was a big impact and your prayers were reaching to the far ends of the world. Wow. So there is power in your prayer. So I just want to encourage you that to continue to pray for one another and as believers we pray for everyone and we uh, pray intercessory prayer so i'm sure that uh, your leaders will uh, uh, pray about it and uh, your leaders will certainly uh, encourage one another and uh, continue you will see expansion of uh, power of prayer in the spiritual realm. Mm. So that's, I wanted to encourage Maybe the lovely I'm... family with. Brilliant. And thank you for your time. No, thank you for giving me this opportunity. No, it's wonderful to to spend a bit of time with you, Salash. Um, we would like to pray for you because- Yes, uh, please, please do. We are, we are stirred by what you've shared with us. Yes. So Father, we just want to lift up um, Salash and Pretty and that community in New Creation Life Church in Hounslow. And we, we ask that your blessing be poured out abundantly Hallelujah. upon them. Hallelujah. We pray for the, the ministry that they are involved with in the, both the local community and globally. Half a million people touched with the word of God. And Father, Hallelujah. we pray that there would be a, a, a catalyst uh, in that, where it's not just half a million people that are touched, then another half a million that are Hallelujah. from the seed that has been sown. Yeah. Hallelujah. We pray that the, the seed is sown on good soil. We pray that the roots go deep and drink deep. Amen. Deep, that when the wind comes and blows, as we're seeing in this time when foundations are being shaken, that these people are not falling because they know who you are. Yes. Father, we pray for that community as they encounter 
um, other cultures, other languages and other religions. And we pray that there would be a, a wisdom beyond all understanding Hallelujah. as they come and, and share the gospel in humility and in love with yes, each amen. and every person. Yes, Father, for, for people that are in the workplace, we pray that there would be an, an increase of influence. That as they share their testimony and as they share their life with one another, that people would recognize, wow, there is something totally different about them. Yes, we pray yes. that, um, that this community of people, that as they are, as they are tight-knitting together, as they have encouraged and exhorted one another, that we would see that that would just grow and increase, that those, those single people in the, in the households where they're facing persecution, Lord, that you would keep them safe, but that yes, your Lord. testimony would persevere amongst them. Hallelujah. That we would see an acceleration of your kingdom in that town. Yes, amen. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, our friend. It's just a joy to see you. Yes. Uh, yes. We look forward to when we can physically meet, but uh, in the meantime, yes. we'll, we'll make the best of what we have, hey? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. Why not use it, you know, for uh, God's glory, you know, whatever yeah. we find or whatever is in our hand, use it for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen. And I remember Carrie Jones saying, uh, I believe, uh, three years ago in one of the leaders' meetings, that the internet is uh, full or the YouTube is full of mess. Why not have good stuff in it? <laughs> yes. So, that's you know, I was encouraged and uh, that's why we are using this media uh, as uh, much as possible, you know, that put God stuff in it and put good stuff in it. Amen. And uh, there is hungry world out there. Yes. You know, we have... Uh, come across many, many big houses, you know, and uh, the word of God has gone inside those houses. We have a sister in church. She worked as a kitchen assistant in UK's richest man's house. So she worked as a kitchen assistant and the owner of that palace his mom was uh, not well and this sister was able to share uh, the, the gospel with her oh. you know so so it's 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 good how the lord is uh, using us and uh, not only yes us but his people across the face of the world yeah, yeah to reveal his wisdom and make his wisdom known to the powers and principalities yeah, in good. the heavenly realms. Very good. I love that. I love yeah. that. I love, um, I, I, I felt it's a very simple little phrase that God just dropped in my mind. As, as you continue to stand out, you will be sought out. Oh, just as, Amen. You, as you continue to stand out, you will be sought out in these Hallelujah. days. So I believe that for you. Yes, I believe that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Community Church Podcast. For more information about the Community Church and what they do, please visit communitychurch.org.uk. We'll see you next time.